you know what it is. You know who we are. Devs Duke, episode number three. Let's go. Is there best episode of the series so far? Best episode of the series, hands down. Theories are beginning to crystallize. Like it's 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 stewing. Last episode was good because of the reveal, but this episode was just so much more informative. Like this was excellent. I think that Dottie is what uh, the people who've gone to film school call a MacGuffin. I feel like she has no importance at all. Because there's no way that Marvel can force me to believe that they'll just up and bring her back in the 90s or 2000s timeline. Like, hey guys, it's been me this whole time. Remember me? Like, I'm, I'm not quite convinced that they'll bring her back in any capacity in the future. Mephisto might be just a whole entirely separate character that we haven't met yet. Yeah, he very well could, bro. He very well could. That's very true. By the way, I definitely believe that the last two episodes are going to be an hour long each. Oh, I definitely do too. They're definitely going to be an hour or more. PSA to all the Dabs and Duke fans. Uh, we forgot to talk about Keanu Reeves as Craven the Hunter this week. So I'm recording it as a voice memo and sticking it in the fucking intro. Alright, so this week, uh, mostly the notes I have are just on this episode of WandaVision. I have extensive notes on this week, but um, I don't have too much stuff outside of the world of WandaVision. So if you've got anything. Um, crazy part is I probably don't. So I'll just. <laughs> I was, I just like this week, everything I read, like each week I try to read something about other things in the MCU and, mm. and things that could be happening with future shows or whatever. And this week I was just so focused on this week's past episode that I, I, yeah, didn't, I, I didn't really look into anything else. Yeah. I just saw it today. So I was like, Damn, I didn't even have enough time to look in this shit, really. First thing I want to address is, like, there was an article I saw. I don't remember who wrote it, but um, somebody was saying that there, there were that the, the model uh, that WandaVision is going by, releasing one every week, is dumb. And I just think, like, the impatience of people having to wait a week, like this whole culture Netflix has built in having the immediate gratification... And specifically, like, casual Marvel fans. Like, I feel like the hardcore Marvel fans are, like, yes, impatient, but they get it's worth it. But, like, people that really just want it so quickly, it's just so, like, did you not watch TV for your entire life up till now? Are you Were you born in 2018? Like, it doesn't make sense exactly. to me. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's so true. Like, you know, with Marvel, they don't just do shit just because it's very right. intentional that they're dropping it. So obviously Absolutely. they want to have time to build a narrative. You got to be right. patient. And and really, if if it didn't exist, this podcast then becomes we talk about WandaVision for two episodes, and then every other week after that, we're just speculating on theories on what's going to happen in the MCU after that. Right. Like right. because That's... it's it's it gives people something to talk about for mm. weeks. We, yeah. especially especially after a whole year where we got nothing from the mcu like barely anything like it's finally nice to be able to talk about something new every week absolutely yeah like imagine how choppy conversations would be on any marvel podcast if they released it in any other way you know right right this makes the most sense you could watch it in one shot like one because the the creator of the show or the director i forget who they were talking to said it's 
six hours long in total. Mm-hmm. So you can watch it in one shot, theoretically. Like, I mean, I've watched shows like like Fleabag. I watched the entirety of Fleabag in one shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, that's how that's the culture, man. People, like you said, people like to binge. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you want to keep things in rotation of conversation on social media and everything, that's not really conducive. Right, exactly. And with such a big franchise as Marvel, it's like you like, why wouldn't you want to keep everything in conversation all the time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the other thing is I started, I told you this already, but for the, just for the people listening, I have started because I want better context now that I think that they're going to bring the X-Men in. I've started watching the X-Men movies. Um, I'm going to start doing one a week, uh, every week before I watch whatever Marvel show is currently out. So for the next couple of weeks of WandaVision, and then mm-hmm. after that, before, uh, before, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm going to do an X-Men movie just to get a better grasp on those. Okay, look at you, man. You saw Apocalypse this past. <laughs> I, I I watched Apocalypse this past week because I wanted the most Quicksilver I could get in one shot. Um, but I think I'm gonna go back to the beginning. I'm I'm gonna watch them chronologically. So I think I'm gonna start with what the fuck was the first one. I've never know. watched them chronologically. That's just crazy. I, I I've got seen them. every movie twice, but never chronologically. Just because I think, like in my opinion, the reason I really never got into them, like I've only seen like two or three ever is because the order was so messed up. Like I saw, I think the first two and now Apocalypse and it's because some take place in the eighties and then some take place in like the 2000s, like, like the originals with Hugh Jackman and like Patrick Stewart and stuff. Those were set when they came out, like in the two thousands, but then the later ones were set in like the eighties and the nineties and just all over the place. And that was like hard for me to follow. So that's kind of why I want to watch it chronologically. Yeah, because I, I believe days of future past was kind of the first movie in the S-Men franchise where it was, they were like discussing or showing the audience Charles Xavier, like how right. he built the school. And that was in the late 80s, I believe. So, right. And that was like the, like the sixth or seventh movie. Yeah. Like and they're saying, Rogan, and what I've read on it is that it's like kind of the crux of the franchise because it kind of ties together why everything's also out of order. Exactly. All right. So now, Let's jump into this week of WandaVision. What do you think? I know you just watched it today. Uh, I think it's the best fucking episode out of the series. After I was done, I was like, oh, wow. This is like elite. Elite yeah. right. Yeah. Elite. I, I don't disagree. I think it was, I think, I told you, I think last week's was the bigger ending. I, but not to not to take anything away from this week's ending. I thought this week's ending was phenomenal. But I thought last week's had a bigger ending with PHO showing up. But I think this week's ending was just wow, right? Like Wanda taking over everything. Like wow, it, she's really showing how powerful she really is. Man, I t- hey, I, I, man, I, I suspected Hayward would show his ass this episode, man, and he did. He and did. Wanda, he fucked up. Wanda was like, I warned you once with the little missile. Now I'm not playing. I'm taking over your shit. You want to know how else I know Hayward's not an important character? Hmm. So he's not in the comics. You know who they named him after? Who? He's named after, at least this is what I think. I think he's named after uh, the, one of the fucking writers named Chuck Hayward. I'm pretty sure, because like in agents of shield the one plan is called kitson and there's like a writer on the show whose last name is kitson so i'm pretty sure they just named him after the writer and if that's the case 
there's no way they build him into anything else unless he is Mephisto or something, in which case his identity as Hayward never really existed. Right. Right. Yes, right. And so, so um, there's so many theories you can have on Hayward. Um, my personal theory is that he went and got Pietro. He's the one that went and got Pietro from the alternate timeline, from the X-Men timeline, brought him in, filled him in on some details about the Pietro of the MCU timeline so that he told him like, we're sending you undercover as yourself pretty much in this timeline. These are some details about what happened to Pietro in this timeline that you can use, go find stuff out for me. So I think they're on the same team. Well, I think, I think Pietro thinks they're on the same team, but I think Hayward has some other motives behind what he's doing. Why do you feel like um, Pietro is confused on where they stand? Because I think Hayward just presented himself as I'm the director of S.W.O.R.D. and I'm a good guy and I just want to help your sister. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's what Pietro thinks. And I think he went in there to go get his sister out to like help her, to save her. Because he says like Pietro knows that the world's fake. And that's why he asks so many questions. Like he asks like, how did you build this? What did you like? Things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, And he tells her how impressed he is. But he's also like really pressing. So I think he wants to know something for Hayward I don't think because if if Mephisto was asking these questions though like Mephisto knows right because Mephisto is all powerful so he's got to be asking for someone less powerful so I think and I think if they are going to bring X-Men into this I don't they wouldn't have used Evan Peters as the decoy Pietro if if it wasn't intentionally connected to X-Men Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly, but that's a very interesting theory because it makes you wonder, does Pietro, is Pietro aware that Hayward is surveilling Vision too? I don't think so. Okay. I don't, I don't think so. Unless, unless Hayward lied to Pietro and said, we're surveilling Vision because he thinks, like, because we think he's trying to hurt your wife or something, or your sister. Why do you think Hayward is surveilling Vision? That's the one question I'm, I've been trying to think about. I mean, on a surface level, if it was, you know, Nick Fury or Phil Coulson surveying Vision, I would say because he's a multi-trillion dollar vibranium robot. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, just the body parts, like, are alone are worth a ton and it's a huge weapon and stuff. But um, given that Hayward has ulterior motives and that he's, you know, evil, I think he either wants to weaponize Vision or he's on the side of Ultron. I really think he could be on Ultron's side at the end of all this because he was saying how much he hates super, like super, like powered people. Okay, I see the connection you're making. And yeah, I think there could be some kind of connection to Ultron. I think there's a connection to some bigger villain in some way. I'm I'm falling away from the AIM like storyline. So I know I've been pressing that it's probably AIM, probably AIM, probably AIM. Mm -hmm. But now I'm kind of starting to think just other avenues of who's working with who. Because again, each week we peel back a little more on what's actually happening, but also there's so many more possibilities each week too. So many more questions that are raised too, by even with your whole point about Pietro and um, Hayward being a cahoots, does this also mean that Hayward could have known that Wanda would go in and steal Vision's body if he already hadn't failed? Your theory about wanda you think wanda's mephisto or do you think wanda's just being kind of controlled by mephisto or what 
I'm torn because like when I first I need to rewatch the episode, but when right. I first finished the episode, I read House of M so that okay. I know a bit about Mephisto and like I'm used to when I saw what was on her head, it was shaped in the same exact shape that Mephisto has his hairline, like with the M. Right. So I was kind of like, that's an intriguing costume. And what did she say the costume was again? Like a Sokovian, a Sokovian fortune teller. Right. And it's right. based it's based to look kind of like it did in the comics, her costume did in the comics. But okay. but like Mephisto being like, you know, like the whole House of M storyline, they could be trying to allude to that. That's what I thought. And I said, wait a second, is are they trying to be tongue in cheek and say, okay, um, we are telling you that Wanda has a good amount of power in this Westview, but Mephisto is still behind it, or are we trying to tell you directly that this is Mephisto? So like, I've been flipping because your theory about um, Wanda being so much in control of the people and like the elements of Westview, but Mephisto's controlling Wanda also makes sense. Right, so, and, if you, and if you look at this episode, the weird thing to me is you, you, like Wanda is so powerful, but like when Vision walks to the outskirts of town, she's not really good. And I don't know if it's just lack of focus or if it's she doesn't think she needs to worry about making those people do certain things. But like when the people are like the one lady's just doing the same thing over and over with the clothesline and then the other people are just standing around. Like, and then she pauses everything at the end when she expands the hex. She pauses everything in order to control the people at the edge of the hex. Mm-hmm. And it's confusing. And like her losing control with her, but that one episode, like it's all, I don't know how much power she really has or Mephisto has or whatever. Like it's presented that she has so much, which obviously she does. She's the most powerful event, but control and power are not the same thing. Right. I don't know how much she's controlling it right now. And that's where I'm like thinking she's starting to lose it a little bit, but, and I think, and I think she, it could be because if Mephisto's mind controlling her somehow, maybe she's not able to control her powers because she's not fully in control of her mind. Right. Yeah. She's clearly not like all together there on what's going on too. That's the other factor. Right. Cause she doesn't know, like she's like the question she asked Pietro, she's like, what, why, um, She's like, how'd you get here? Why do you look different? Like she was asking, she was, and when Pietro asks her, like, how did you make this? She was pretty clueless. She's like, I don't remember how I made this. She mm-hmm. said, she said, like, I just remember feeling alone. And then all of a sudden this was here. Yep. And, Very telling. And like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, what if it wasn't really Wanda that stole the vision body? Like, cause this is my theory on the vision body, right? If vision walked outside of Westview, wouldn't he turn back into the vibranium core, like the vibranium robot with the missing hole in his head? Yeah, in the real world, yeah. In the real world, but he started fading away instead. He started getting ripped back piece by piece into the WandaVision world. And so I don't know if that's the real vision. Like if Wanda, that's what I'm saying. If Wanda allegedly stole the vision body, wouldn't vision's body turn back into the corpse? once he crossed out of Westview like if she was because originally like when when she had that that her mind kind of went off and she saw vision with the hole in his head in that one episode Mm -hmm. I thought oh she's seeing what he really looks like right now right I think she was just looking and seeing something in the past 
I don't know necessarily if that's vision anymore or if that's just a complete figment. Absolutely. And it, it begs the question, um, if Pietro were to walk out, would he be sucked in just like vision? No. I mean, she saw, she saw the same thing of the pose in the chest like she did with vision. That's Pietro. my theory. I think that's a future vision. I think her seeing vision was a vision of the past for her. I think Pietro's holes. I think he gets shot by Hayward's team at the end. Wow. And this is why. This is why. he his, his The line that really did it for me, didn't notice it the first two times, third time, because I looked into the, like, the ones where he says, like, he calls the kids demon spawn. Like, that was real obvious. But the one he says, he said, like, I want to cause problems for your husband. I'm here to stir up trouble with the Rugrats. And then he says, and ultimately give you grief, which when taken literally, ultimately is like the last thing he does. And then give you grief, like her grieving, right? He's going to mm-hmm. get killed too. It's going to be the trifecta. It's going to be Pietro gets killed in Age of Ultron. Then Vision gets killed twice in Infinity War. And then Pietro gets killed again at the end of WandaVision. And maybe that's when Charles Xavier steps in or someone else from the X-Men. Because now their guy just got killed from their time. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's just really my theory. Interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Like, so she can see both the past and the present, depending on if it's Vision or Pietro. That's what you're saying. Because I, I think she's, like, if you think about when she was, like, he brings up what he was doing, controlling people's minds, make, giving them nightmares, and the Red Wiggly was, like, if you think about Tony, in Age of Ultron. She like yep. made him see everybody dead, right? Shield broken in half, which happens when Thanos breaks the shield in half. Black mm-hmm. Widow's dead. All of them are dead, right? So I think I think now that's kind of what's happening to her is she's having these little nightmares. Okay. That's a very good theory. It, it makes sense. And if Mephisto's in control somehow, maybe he's the one giving her these nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could be wrong, which all these theories, I could be wrong. It's just like, there's so much Going to think. back to your point about control, man. It's just like she clearly has so much control over the circumstances. Like the fact that I didn't even know that she could expand Westview like that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think she was going to. I didn't see that coming yeah. at all. Yeah, which is why it was like, crazy when it happened. Yeah. Like, like her, so her power is just like. But but we know that her and Vision are going to get back on the same page soon because we see the trailer for the next episode we've seen it already and she's and they're fighting together vision says the thing we got to fight together or whatever so i think they both kind of come to i think they both finally and like i told you i sent you a voice message earlier um just for reference for the people listening about herb i think he's the final straw he's like the linchpin of everything because i think Mm -hmm. this week with agnes when vision wakes up agnes she tells him a lot and when he woke up norm he told him a lot and i think each person that he goes to, but like Norm, or not Norm, uh, Herb has been acting the most suspicious out of everybody. Not suspicious, but he seems like he's the most there, right? He doesn't seem like he's a wacky sitcom character. He's always been kind of, and so I think Vision's going to touch him, do his little superpower touch thing, wake him up, and Herb's going to spill. Yeah, Herb is like, he doesn't even seem like he's acting, really. He just no. seems like he's just like the world be him. It's very weird. Yeah, so he could be in on it as well. But I thought Agnes was in on it. And like like last week, the little post-credit bit I did for last week's episode, like I really thought Agnes was in on it. And this week we see she just wants out. And where do you think she was going when Vision I think, found her? 
I think she wanted to drive through and see what happens. Like not caring that, like I thought she was like low-key, almost suicidal, like wanted to drive through and worst case she dies, best case she escapes Westview. But there's like also the line, somebody says, Wanda won't let anybody escape. She won't even let people think about it. And like, to me, Agnes there was kind of thinking about it. And she's dressed as a witch, which in the comics, if she is Agatha Harkness, she's a witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marvel definitely did that intentionally, for sure. Yeah, and so I'm just like, I don't know how much Herb is in on it, because I, I again, I thought Agnes was in on it, but obviously not. And Do you feel like Vision is snapping these people out of um, Wanda's spell or Mephisto's spell? I think that's why I'm confused. See, I think that he's snapping them out of Mephisto's spell, but they're Mephisto's making them think it's Wanda's spell. Okay. That's just my opinion on it. But also, it could be Wanda's. Because like if she said she doesn't know how she started this world, she just felt emptiness, and then all of a sudden, the world was there. The Westview was there. But like she's also expanding Westview like to save Vision's life. Yes, it's to save Vision's life, but she's going along with it. She like I feel like she, if she wanted to, she could bring the barriers down at any time, right? Oh, yeah. And well, I don't... I, I mean... I don't know. If she's done, I mean, in theory, if she could expand it, she could bring it down. But, but like, why? Why can Vision only live within Westview? Like that—that's weird to me. Because like, just because everybody else is under some kind of mind control, why? Why is it that if she brings the barrier down, Vision would be dead? Like, if she's magical, right? Like, she can bring him to life. Yeah, she can do that. And like, if it's, he th- because he has the mind, he has the Infinity Stone, like. Because I don't think the Infinity Stone's real, though. I think she made it with her powers because she got her powers from the Infinity Stone. So I think she's giving him the Infinity Stone back. And I think that's what the commercial this week, which, by the way, creepiest commercial yet. But I think that's what the commercial is about, is that without, because it's like Yo Magic, without Yo Magic, like the snack for survivors or whatever, I think it's about Vision not being able to survive without Wanda's magic. Okay. I just thought that was a clever way to uh do yoga yogurt. That makes a lot more sense. It's funny, I didn't even think about that. That's that's real good. <laughs> yeah. I thought and it looked like a like an old school cartoon from like Nickelodeon and stuff. Mm-hmm. In back that's in the day. Cool. That was like what they did, those claymation cartoons. Very creepy. The early two thousand yeah. You wanna talk about how um was it Billy? The one who had the power to know that Vision was in trouble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why do you think... So he has Wanda's elemental? Pretty much. He's got Wanda's powers and Tommy has uh, Quicksilver's powers, yeah. Okay. Why does he know but Wanda isn't cognizant of that? Why do you you think that she needs to be warned of things happening in her own world? That's confusing me too. I think she's too focused on everything else in the world. Like if you think everything else going on right now mm. like she's like in terms of control like she's not controlling the people on the outskirts of town right she's only controlling the people in the center square mm. but isn't this for vision so i would think that it would be like paramount to know when he's in danger right right yeah that's that's confusing to me but she always has to be told that something is going wrong like like when she says she says to him at the beginning of the episode, like you're not supposed to do that when he's she's, they're talking about neighborhood watch. Yeah, which that's like an interesting bit that they've continued through the series is the neighborhood watch, which incidentally run by Herb. Oh yeah, it is run by Herb. Yeah. And it's like it's a bit that's been continued through the whole thing. 
like mm-hmm. that's visions like that's not vision's job but it's like his his hobby right his neighborhood mm-hmm. watch which and like when vision, but when vision falls apart he says the people need help so he's like clearly in it more for the people there of westview than himself like he didn't care that he was falling apart he wasn't saying help me he was saying the people need help and like think about when he died like he might not remember when he died he might not remember any of that but he still got the same kind of morals like that's why he held the hammer in age of ultron like he's still fighting for the greatest good of everyone and so like when he died he's like said wanda you got to kill me so thanos doesn't win yeah exactly and yeah, he's definitely selfless do you feel like there's something behind Hayward's line um, when Vision like was struggling to get out of Westview? He said something like, oh, he's really trying to get out. Do you feel like there's something behind that line? I was trying to figure out like where he stood. Like if he was actually uh, like aligned as much, going back to the aligned as much with Quicksilver and surveilling Vision or not really. Like I was confused. Well, if, about he's, if he's keeping tabs on Vision, like Darcy when she pulls up the thing on the computer, mm-hmm. if she's keeping tabs on him, if he's keeping tabs on him, maybe it's just because that's all he can do because Vision's the only robot there. And so he's just trying to get any information he can that can just be completely incidental. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like in Marvel, nothing's incidental. I feel like everything's got a bigger purpose. Yeah. Um, and maybe he is trying to rebuild Ultron. Maybe he does hate powered people he's never once considered bringing in the Avengers to help them save Wanda or anything. Mm-hmm. I think he really does just like, like Nick Fury, he would have been like, let's go get, you know, Hawkeye, bring him in. He's our best friend left in the Avengers. Let's go get him, send him in, go bring her back out. To me, that's just very telling that Hayward, like, especially the line about saying that he doesn't trust power people. And um, the other line about, like, he, he's really just mean to Monica, straight up. Like, he Yeah, says, he is a bitch. He is mean to Monica. He's, he, like, yeah. he, he talks about her mom's death. He says, like, if you would have survived the snap, you would understand, pretty much. Like, he's just shitty. Like, yeah. he's not a good person in general. Even if he's not a straight-up villain, he's not a good person. Right, right. He's a douchebag. Man, he's, yeah, he, he got to go. I'm with you. Yes, he does, he and I think he will. And that's the other thing, just like background stuff in that episode, though, even Marquis on the movie theater said um, The Incredibles and The Parent Trap, which if you think about it, Incredibles was a movie about superheroes, including a kid who was super speed. And The Parent Trap was a movie about a set of twins and one who covers up their accent to like go undercover. And, and they both work together to try to fix their parents marriage so we're either talking about pietro and wanda here or we're talking about billy and tommy here right yeah clever writer man like that just goes to show you they're always they love putting like little things in the episodes like that right and then yeah and and it's just like other kinds of illusions to like make you think why are they doing this like um trying to think other stuff they did like that Oh, Billy just yells at um, Quicksilver. He's just like, kick ass. And Wanda is like, kick ass. And in the movie Kick Ass, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who plays the MCU Pietro, and Evan Peters, who plays X Men Pietro, both in the movie. They are? Yeah. 
Maybe I'm what? thinking of the sequel, but either way, they're both in it, which is hilarious. Bro, I haven't seen Kick Ass since it first came out. That's crazy. I never even saw the second one. I just know that. So I don't even, but I don't remember um, if Evan Peters was in the first one or if I just read that he was in the second one. But either mm-hmm. way, they were both apparently in Kick Ass. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that was some other like weird stuff that he said. Like, um, what's the other thing I wrote down? He said something about like maybe you just suppressed your memories. Mm-hmm. at the very beginning like when he like says he says something like that and he asks he tells her like this is what you wanted isn't it and he says that um the details are fuzzy on how he even got there so he could be lying there he could be lying that yeah those are fuzzy or he could be serious like maybe his memories were implanted or something like false memories and then he was sent in um he also seems kind of unaware like so again i do i don't think he's mephisto i think mephisto would be taking a more and part of this is like my bias here because i don't want him to be mephisto i want him to be like the x-men version of quicksilver so they can seamlessly bring the x-men in like i just i don't think he's he's i think mephisto will be taking it more methodically rather than just asking question after question after question yeah be so like blatant with it and like he asked the, the coldest line in the whole series so far to me is when Wanda says, what happened to your accent? And he goes, what happened to yours? Like, <laughs> that was just, the delivery on it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. It's so, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like he was asking too many piercing questions to be unaware, in my opinion. Like, he seemed, he yes. seemed like he knew exactly why he was in there. And he was very aware that Wanda... I, I think he's aware that Wanda doesn't know who he is. Like, knows that in the back of her mind, that's not her brother. Right, because he said that line like, "Oh, I look different," and he's talking about his hair. But yeah. like, but but then she's like, "Why do you look different?" <laughs> like, yeah. He's, so she's she, comical with it. Right. So she knows that it's not her Quicksilver in the back of her mind. Yeah, and, I think she does. And I think he knows that he's not her Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. But, but I think he's really trying to help her, and I don't think. I don't think he's like menacing. I think he's just, but I think he's under some control of some other force. Like I'm saying, I think Hayward sent him in intentionally without yeah. telling anybody. Yeah. Do you feel like she didn't kill him, right? When she blasted him, she just kind of knocked him out. No, I think she just knocked him out, which will be okay. interesting to see how it plays out next week. Exactly. Um, Whether he's mad at her about it or whatever. Yeah. What did she even, what did he, did he say something like, um, oh, your dead husband? Like, what did he say again? He said your dead husband can't die twice or something. Right. And, which yeah. is hilarious because he did die twice. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and and the thing about that is like, and now he's going to die a third time. So like traumatized Wanda just like gets part of it. And like, I don't want to hear you right now. Cause yeah. he, he is silly and sarcastic and stuff. And that's what I like better, like about the Evan Peters portrayal of Quicksilver. Like, yes, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson has the better build. Like, I think he looks more like a runner. I think he's got just like more of a Sokovian look too. And I think mm-hmm. like he's more like kind of Eastern European looking. And I just think that in terms of being quippier and and just a pain in the ass, I think Evan Peters does it better. Yeah, like, he fits I, the um the mode of Quicksilver right. Definitely. Do you feel like I don't know? I feel like at this point Vision is just gonna pull up on Wanda like on 100. Oh. Definitely. Like completely at her neck, like okay, I know exactly what's what going happened. 
right yeah like there's gonna be i think there's gonna be a battle in that episode. they're yeah. gonna whether it's a physical fight or just yeah. a verbal fight yeah. it's going down and do you feel like Pietro or quicksilver would how do you feel like you would step into that altercation if they were to physically fight like now what I would gotta, you do now i gotta put this together in my head so knowing what's happened so far either he wouldn't be involved in the situation he would clear the kids out of the room if he is working with Mephisto, he would bring the kids to Mephisto. Mm. Um, and maybe that's why Vision and Wanda have to work together now is because they have to go save the kids. It's a good thing. But that's the other thing. How, like, how power... I'm not really aware how powerful Mephisto is. Like, could he project super speed onto someone? Like, like to me, it's like, to me, it's like Quicksilver having that power is... Like if it was just a his face, right? If it just looked like him, that would be one thing. That would be an easy thing to put together. But now you've got to give him a superpower. And that's where that's another thing that convinced me that it's not Mephisto in disguise, right? Because like then Mephisto would have to be using super speed. Right. And hmm. Yeah, unless he's like some Shang Tsung as super villain where like he could just take on the abilities of whoever he possesses. Right. Mm. And, but I'm trying to think. If there was a fight between Wanda and Vision, a powers fight, I don't know what Quicksilver would do unless he just, like, ran and, like, kind of knocked them both out of the way, which now that he's mad at Wanda, it's not like he would be opposed to, like, smacking yeah. Wanda back. Like, because if, if last episode, I think if they fought, he would have teamed up with Wanda to fight Vision. But now, if he's truly not Mephisto or having some kind of unless he was sent in from Hayward with the idea put in his head mm. that Vision's evil. Right. Because if right. Hayward's trying to draw Vision out, yeah. That could be. But but I don't know. Now I think now I think if Quicksilver did get involved in a physical fight, I think he would. I think he would I think he would kick Wanda back and I think he would kick Vision back using his speed. And I think it could be a cool fight. Like I think they could do a slow motion. I really just want a slow motion scene out of Evan Peters Quicksilver. Um, yeah, I do too. So but I think they could do that. And then at one point, like Vision goes like not invisible, but you know that thing where he does where like you can run through like where he phases and people phases. run through him. As, yeah. He does that and then Pietro runs right through him and like into a wall or something. Like I think that would be kind of <laughs> that would be so sweet. I think that would be kind of a cool way to end that fight. Um but I do, what I think. Vision touches Quicksilver's tempo. See, that's something I didn't think of. Yeah, like what if instead of Herb, actually he touches Quicksilver? Because I was thinking that could be the next build. Like Herb could just be the next build. I was thinking Herb was the end-all be-all. But maybe he touches Herb this episode, and then in like the penultimate episode, he touches Quicksilver and finds out everything. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he'd be a deeper, darker link more of a deeper darker link than um, her for sure a hundred percent if that's like if he's not mephisto yeah a hundred percent or like maybe goes to touch him and he just grabs his hand and like throws it i have no idea yeah oh, that's a possibility what's up about daddy daddy see that's the thing like we were talking earlier i still think daddy could be mephisto and i think that's why they're not bringing her back into an episode is because they want people to forget about her and think about other people on Mephisto. But I really still think, I really still think like they've done interviews with her and like she's played a demon before and shows and it would mm -hmm. totally be like a red herring 
like that she wasn't like that it would be a man and then it turns out being Dottie. But I I Yeah, how do you feel like they would like reintroduce her um into any of the next three episodes? They could just do it pretty yeah. seamlessly by having some kind of neighborhood program again where she uh-huh. has to where she has to where she runs it again. Yeah, that hasn't really been a running I'm surprised that hasn't been more of the running gag than the uh, neighborhood watch thing. What? Right. I think that's what I think. I think they want people thinking of Herb because I think Herb's in on something. I think he's just more aware than everybody else. Yeah, possibly. That's the other thing. Wanda says that thing to the kids. She says, "Don't go past Ellis Avenue." Right. Mm-hmm. But what if they got to Ellis Avenue and somebody just fucking standing there? What would they like? That would freak them out, right? Like, did she not think they would go to Ellis Avenue? Right. Because, like, because, yeah, like, it's, if you were ten years old and your like mom said, "Don't go past this street," right? Like, you might just go to that street for fun because she said, "Don't go past it," right? Like, they might say, what, <laughs> "I wonder what's like. I wonder what's. I'm gonna stand at the absolute edge of the street and just look as far as I can." <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going. Right. No, right. I'm now, now makes you want to do it more, right? Like. Which they ended up, you know, listening to her, but like maybe they'll go past. And like, again, the Quicksilver line about Demon Spawn is just so obvious that like it wants you to think House of M, like Mephisto, their shards of Mephisto. And and again, like back to what I was saying last week about the 70s clothes um, that Monica was wearing, it ended up being they were just Kevlar vests. They were just changed for the purpose of looking 70s. Um, Where did the kids come from? Because Mephisto would have had to kind of give something, right? For yeah, 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 definitely. That's definitely um, something to think about. Why do you feel like they're frozen? The, the, the people were frozen. I, I just think Wanda wasn't concentrating on them as much. I think she wanted to make sure everything went without a hitch in the town square. Because you see, she's losing control over the things she wants to control, right? Like, like. <laughs> in the last episode, like with Agnes, with the babies, can I hold them? And should I do that from the top? Like she's mm-hmm. slowly losing control and like Herb cutting through the thing. Like, I think she's slowly losing control of the things she wants to control. So it's like getting tougher for her to want to manage things that nobody's really even going to see. Because that is a lot of power management if she is controlling everything. That's a lot of power she has to. Right. But you do see there's out. still a little bit. And Pietro says the line about... um, What? About... Everybody having like the same personality, pretty much just better jobs and better mm-hmm. living. Yeah, and like that lady crying in, that was trying to hang up the bedsheet. Mm. To me, that's like her personality is still under that. Like she's aware deep down, and since she's not doing anything, she's able to think about it more, and she's able to get those repressed memories back and like realize that she's being fucked with. Talk about the lady or Wanda. The lady that's hanging up the bed sheet. Okay. Like her tear, like she had a single tear that went down her eye. She's trying to. Oh, so she's cognizant that she's being used. Like she's starting to be aware. Is that what you're saying? In my opinion, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That could explain the grieving then. See, it could be that, or it could just be symbolic of just Wanda's grief in general. Like she's losing control and now she loses more control. The times people take on her, um, her persona. Right. Like the state of mind that she's in, grieving. Right, which so which when Norm was like brought out of it, like 
he was grieving like he's like my dad's sick and my sister was my sister and mm. that lady crying and when agnes was brought out of it she was like pretty sad that she's yeah. like we can't get out of here so everybody i think is taking on this like grief it's just like it's bringing yeah. that out in everyone you know who hasn't cried yet wanda what if she cries next episode and we we as the audience start to notice that like she becomes more aware what if they do that with her and that's why her and vision start teaming up again because they both realize they're equally unaware yeah what if she cries in such that's interesting she starts to feel we start to see her grief because she hasn't been sad at all what if vision touches herb then he touches quicksilver Mm. and then he touches wanda whoa whoa i don't even know like what would come of touching? I mean, you would get a lot of because maybe he's because right. But if if Vision thinks she's controlling this, but if she's under the spell of Mephisto and Vision has the magic touch that can wake her up from the Mephisto spell, then they're in business. Yeah, because if everybody's being woken up from the Mephisto spell by Vision and he thinks he's waking him up from a Wanda spell, exactly. But he, he's got to wake Wanda up and then do what he doesn't know. Yeah, maybe that's absolutely. how they, maybe that's how it comes together, but. Yeah. So, there's so many questions. Like, so if we are to believe that Mephisto is ultimately behind Wanda, doesn't Wanda's unawareness? Why is it that Vision is the one that has this touch, this ability to wake people up and make them aware? And why doesn't Mephisto know that Vision has this ability? I think two things with it. I think Vision has the ability because when he says, "Wanda, you can't control me," I think Mephisto truly cannot control him. And I think Mephisto is the one granting Wanda the powers here, kind of. Okay. And I think the second thing Mephisto doesn't know because when he wakes up like Norm and he wakes up Agnes, Mephisto just loses control over those people. And so like Mephisto's unaware that it's even happening. Good point. Good point. And then as far as Agnes, like she like Vision finds out he's dead. And he finds out that nobody leaves. And and he finds out like a bunch just about himself. And he asks, like, what's an Avenger? And then he mm-hmm. sees their sword outside of the place. And so he's learning more about just outside of Westview as well. Like now he knows that there's more outside of Westview. He knows there's a force field around Westview. Mm-hmm. And now he can bring those questions back to Wanda because she just saved his life at the end of that. <sighs> yeah, and- so... <laughs> so where do you think where do you think Hayward goes from here? He he and Monica and Wu are the only ones that escaped Wanda's right. spending Westview. So where do you think Hayward goes from here? What do you see that? I feel like he's got to bring more sword agents in, right? But Vision knows that. What? I said, yeah, that will be of his character. Vision. But now Vision knows all those circus people are just sword agents. Like, he knows that that's where people came from now. But, like, that's the other thing that throws me is the thing about Vision said, where are the children in Westview? Mm. And then Pietro makes the comment in this episode about um, he asks where she was hiding the kids until now. And then he says, like, he breaks down the ethics of it and says he's impressed with it and how ethical she's been able to keep it. And he wants, like, he wants to know how she did it. And he's like, I'm not a stranger or your husband. 
like just tell me so like he's definitely got some ulterior motive too but again i think he's like doing it for wanda's sake i think he maybe he knows about mephisto and he came to save her from mephisto he just wants to know how she did these things right right yeah that could be a possibility or this could be crazy what if what if what if vision actually touches the westview resident that darcy becomes and finds out that there's yeah that there's a link and he knows now that hayward is after him and the whole plot is for what if very well could well because now he knows all those people are sword agents right because he saw that they were and so what if he he just goes up to the nearest one and says you were yelling out to help me before it's exactly. and goes and touches her and says what do you know it's man i'm telling you there's that so power, many different possibilities that power is so special like that's gonna yeah. be potentially the power that saves everything yeah yeah except maybe vision vision may die because of it because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i think vision always dies that's a sad I part i think they're gonna keep him alive somehow i think vision will stay alive I think Paul Bettany's got a couple more years in the MCU. I, I don't want, think I, want that to be a I don't think Evan Peters has that much longer in the MCU. I think he dies at the end. Mm-hmm. I think the line about ultimately give you grief. I think I think he's gonna die. I think one of those two has to die, if not both. And I think because of that line, only because yeah. of that line, it's yeah. gonna be Evan Peters. It's gonna be Quicksilver. Because now, because kill Vision, Vision might die because tw- Vision's died twice now though. Right. And now, now Pietro's gonna die twice. Yeah. Do you feel like Wanda, even with us thinking that she knows in her heart of hearts that Quicksilver isn't Pietro, do you feel like she would still be as affected by his death? I think there's gonna be something that she finds out where, or like she becomes attached to this Pietro, because I think right now okay. she's not feeling so attached because it doesn't look like her brother. But I think there's going to be something that happens where she finds out it's an alternate timeline version of him or whatever, or she finds out, like, or he saves her life somehow, or she reunites him, her and Vision, and I think that's what makes her love Pietro, like this version of Pietro. And then I think he dies. Or maybe he runs in front of the bullets to save her this time, which would be corny, but also... <laughs> She's just holding him in her arms. Yeah, like, like if you think about like when he saved Hawkeye, like I think it could be the same exact thing, only with Wanda, and I think it would be corny, but I do think it would be. I don't know. I think it'd be funny if she then killed Hayward and then brought him back to life and then killed him again just for the meme. <laughs> it's a spiteful shit, but he was a good. He would. He deserves it already. Yeah, he definitely does. But yeah, Darcy being in the hex is like uh that's a game that could be a game changer could be could because she knows and if she yeah. and like the prom, the promotional poster for this coming episode is like darcy and it says it's like a fake ad for a tv and it says like um a signal for vision or something like that mm. okay or a, sig- a signal that. with vision yeah and um what else oh pietro also refers to himself as pd which like in the X-Men movies, he's Peter. Um, because he calls himself Uncle Petey. And then there did you see the Funko Pop they released for this version of Quicksilver? 
No, I didn't. It I says, already want one. It's <laughs> it says PH it says Pietro Maximoff in quotation marks on the box. Stop. That's what you think of that. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send I'm sending you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending it to you on Twitter. Cool. That is dope. But it's the first ever one where the name's in quotation marks. Yeah. So it's like now it's making you think like, why is it in quotation? Is it because it's is it because is it because it's not Pietro or is it because it's not her Pietro, you know? Exactly. Yeah, it's very tongue in cheek. I like right. it a lot. I'm gonna have to scoop that. It looks it's it looks pretty sick too, honestly. Like because he's in the Halloween costume. Costume, yeah. yeah. I gotta get my Funko collection up <laughs> to date for sure. Now outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, go oh. ahead, man. What were you no, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was just about to say this is like the perfect episode to set up the last three episodes yes. because the last three episodes are going to be just be so action-packed i feel like right so you, were sa- you were saying in that voice memo earlier um when we were texting um like this is the perfect like table setting episode like it's gonna like you knew with Absolutely. pietro coming in it was gonna be it was gonna set everything up and like this episode really does kind of set up Absolutely. also to me it's hilarious that she made the sword members the circus because like the circus is something that comes to town and in a lot of tv shows like that's been a bit where like the circus comes to town but mm-hmm. like also calling sword a circus itself like is hilarious <laughs> to me yeah it is hysterical i didn't even think about that um yeah but Honestly, speak- i'm sorry because you have, but i was supposed to say i know i feel like if they did want to go the route of releasing two episodes at a time they could have released last week's episode and this episode together because they fit together so well. Yes. And I feel like just transition from Pietro coming into this episode is just so seamless. Right. It paints the full picture. Right. Yeah. I, it, it was a solid two episodes and just like the last couple of episodes, especially if they're an hour long or more, like going to be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be so nice. And it's gonna be nice to have a, like a little bit longer episode. Like you get more out of each week. You mm-hmm. get double. You get double the amount of content you were getting earlier. Double the amount of answers you were getting earlier, which is still zero because two times zero is still zero. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine they don't give us any answers until the last episode? Oh man, they <laughs> might suck. just do that. That's the good Might just do that. I'm but still yeah. gonna be irked by um seeing that last five minutes minutes of the episode just be credits and not a scene. Yeah. Which that's the one thing I did notice about the credits is every single week when they show the credits, it shows like Vision's eyeball and like it zooms all the way into his eye and then the credits just dive into his eye every single mm. week. Which which I don't know what that means, but it's gotta yeah, be something. Mean. Things aren't yeah. accidental with Marvel. Things are always No they're not. They never are. That's the thing we were talking a minute ago about um the things happening outside the hex. Like so Monica like is obviously gonna be photon when she goes back in for the third time um but she says she's got a guy over the ridge so that's got to be the last cameo right it's got to be wolverine or professor x or maybe someone like dr strange do you think it's going to be that it better not like okay this is the thing i'm be cool with someone else because they're saying there's one massive cameo to end it all in episode nine so i really want that to be somebody shocking i don't want it to be fucking dr strange or hawkeye or something like I don't want it to be somebody we've seen in 
the past three movies, you know? Like, right. I don't want it to be someone we've seen in the past 10 movies, let alone the past three movies. Like, yeah. I don't want it to be Doctor Strange. I don't, like, I'm cool if they want to bring back somebody from Incredible Hulk movie. I'm cool if they want to bring in, you know, Tobey Maguire, if they want to bring in Hugh Jackman or any of those guys. Anybody, Tobey Maguire, Toby Maguire would be nuts. Did, did I, you send me that video that was like saying like the conspiracy behind why it could be Toby? I don't remember if it was you or my friend Alex. Um, maybe it wasn't him either. It could have been somebody else even, but I'll yeah, find I it. That. I remember that. I'll send I, it to you. I read about it. I don't remember. I'll send you the theory. Um, but but yeah, I, I would kind of be let down if it was like the big cameo was Doctor Strange. Like, like I love so Doctor sick. Strange, but it's just like he's in it right now. Like, if yeah. you're going to bring in a big cameo, like, if you want to go back and you bring in, like, Liv Tyler from the Hulk movie all those years ago, like, mm-hmm. but she's had a guy, so it's not going to be Liv Tyler probably. Um, so really, I'm expecting, like, Toby or I'm expecting, um, like, Charles Xavier or Magneto uh, or go. Wolverine or somebody big like I'd be down for Magneto. I feel like that like I dad. feel like Magneto or Xavier are the safe bets, right? Truthfully, based on House of M, but I think I'm, I'm down for either. To me, I like as someone who's really wanted Wolverine in it too. Like I think that would be another likely one, just because he was kind of the captain of that team. Like he was the captain of the X Men, and mm-hmm. what if it was fucking Deadpool? <laughs> you just see Ryan Reynolds as like a, a fucking law patrolman in Westview. You're like, that's, wait, is that Ryan Reynolds? That's the thing. No, she goes, she, like, she goes and gets him and brings him in, and then like he starts breaking the fourth wall in WandaVision. Like in in, so he's breaking. He's not even breaking the fourth wall because you're supposed to break the fourth wall because she's making a TV show. Exactly. So it would be breaking the fourth wall in a show where participants break the fourth wall, essentially. Right, which would be yeah. so meta and also hilarious. I love, yeah, I would love that. I don't think it's going to be him at all, but... It won't. Anything's it's, possible. It's nice to think about. Could be yeah. anybody, though. Yeah. And allegedly someone from Marvel, like a past Marvel movie. But honestly, if they brought in somebody new, like, I'm down. Like... Mm. Man, what Avengers. if that what if that dude that Monica's talking about is is uh Doctor Doom? He turns into Doctor Doom. That would be interesting. I heard a rumor yeah, that, that yeah. the original Reed Richards though could be involved. Okay. Not sure how much. Like I again, these are all rumors, so like I don't know how much yeah. truth there is to any of it. But <sighs> I kind of want a new Reed Richards though. I'm I kind of don't want that same Reed Richards. I don't either. If they kept Chickless, I'd be cool with it. But like, obviously, you can't use Evans again. I feel like the other two are probably too old at this point. Like, yeah, they just recast Michael B. Jordan as <laughs> say fuck him as Kimari. Let's just put him back in. Let's see what George. They, they 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 try tie it in like they tried to bring him back in Wakanda, and then they bring him back to life, and all of a sudden, instead of being the next Black Panther, he just these flames start coming out of his hands. Yeah. <laughs> They give him the Black Panther suit, it turns blue and there's a four on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, if they, very DC-ish, 
it, it so DC ish. And if they yeah. if they bring the Fantastic Four back, the thing, even if it's not checklist, the thing has to look like the thing from the first movie. I don't want that bullshit looking rock looking thing from the second, like from the yeah. from the second iteration. That looked horrible. Yeah, it looked trash. But I'm excited to see who this this supposed person is. And who knows? Maybe this isn't the big cameo. Maybe the person over the ridge is Hawkeye or Doctor Strange or Captain Marvel even, even though it's supposedly a guy. Um, mm. Which I don't think it would be because Monica and Captain Marvel don't seem like they're on good terms. So I'm thinking, like, it'd be funny if they got, like, Paul Rudd or somebody, but, like, like maybe there's some quantum realm shit they can do to get into the, the hex without losing their brains. Right. Uh, yeah, just maybe... I need this this episode now. I need it right now. Yeah, we still got like I'm so excited. A couple days here. I'm yeah, I'm very excited okay. for it. Oh, the shark commercial. The sun went up and down nine times, and there's nine episodes of WandaVision. Which leads me to believe that there's no secret tenth episode. I think what they're doing with that is I think people were taking out of context that the guy said it was a six hour long show. And not thinking about the fact that the episodes could just get longer. Yeah. So I think instead of 10 episodes, it's going to be the last couple episodes are really long, which, you know, is beautiful. Yeah, I'll take that. It's a good trade-off. Yeah, all right. So I think that's all the notes I got on this week's episode of WandaVision. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, Did you... I need to check MCU Direct, that uh, Twitter account. <laughs> I just... I'm sure I'm missing a, a fuck ton of shit. I just checked it. There was they cast somebody for Spider-Man three. Oh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is allegedly going to be the most violent project the MCU's done so far. Are you serious? Oh. And here, um, they said Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, is going to have elements of surprises similar to WandaVision. Obviously, it won't be as surprising. But Emily Van Camp, who plays Sharon Carter, Sharon Carter. She said that there's going to be elements of surprises. So I don't think it's going to be anywhere close to what we got from WandaVision just because we kind of know what's going on. But I think it's going to be kind of like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or like Daredevil where you've got like that kind of what could happen next, like cliffhangers almost more than surprises. Although surprise, I guess villain could be surprises, even though we know the main villain going on here. But like the main villain is going to be Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. Okay he he's the villain so we know it's not like wandavision where like the villain's unknown but also like i feel like there's going to be some twists and that was the other thing they said so it's going to be heinrich zemo actually yeah 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 okay heard it arian moyed from succession what he's going to be a detective in spider-man 3 Oh shit! That's um, I know exactly who that is. That's Stewie. That's crazy. <laughs> I love Secession. That is amazing. That's fucking um, amazing. Oh, and that was the other thing. Okay, so I'm just like scrolling through MCU uh, MCU Direct to find more stuff here, just because, like I said, in the past week I've have not. I was just so excited about Pietro that I was looking more into X Men stuff and looking more into Wandavision stuff than anything else, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, here it says just watching the recaps alone and not watching any of the episodes her tone of voice she's like losing her enthusiasm in each recap which like so it, taking each recap as like a, a summary of each episode 
she's just like becoming sadder and sadder as the episodes go on. Really? I guess I can I guess I can see that. Hmm. I'm trying to think of instances where it's just like noticeable. Um so, so like if you what if was you, the theme of this episode, this episode, was it Malcolm in the middle? Malcolm in the middle. middle. Yeah. Okay. So it's like this one was like she's all sad about Vision almost dying again. The one before it was her fighting with Vision. The one before that was her throwing Monica out of the WandaVision world. The one before that was she found the helicopter. Uh, and then the one before that was like the first episode where like like not a t- oh the bee. Beekeeper, the okay, yeah. I'm surprised she didn't. She has a reverse time in a minute, yeah. No, that has been. I wonder if they'll bring that back again, yeah. Kind of edit things out, which is it goes to show you more her power like the fact that she can edit things out. That's just that other people thing. are looking at on the outside world, but she couldn't reverse time when vision started to break through the barrier. She couldn't reverse time because he was already crossing through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I wonder him trying to pass through if that altered his chemistry at all, if he's even real. Hmm. That's just. Do vibranium synthesoids have chemistry? That's another question. They're robots, so I don't know. But also, it's mm. also if you think about like the artificial, because it wasn't just vibranium, because that's why he's a synthesoid, because he's supposed to be like a human. Because, like, do you remember that lady, the scientist who had the machine that printed, like, flesh, pretty much? Mm-hmm. Um, she printed, like, Vision's body. So he's, like, part human, I guess. And that's why he was able to phase into that in Infinity War, like, when he gets stabbed by Corvus Glaive. And, like, he, uh... he just got, like, the So I don't know. But they started, that's the other Marvel news. They started filming. Um, they started filming Ms. Marvel. Hey, I really don't know too much about Ms. Marvel, but. The only stuff I know, I really didn't know a ton before I played the Avengers video game. There's, because pretty much the whole beginning of the Avengers video game is her origin story. And then you have to use her to like assemble the Avengers back together. Mm. And. Um, she's like an inhuman she's like almost like Mr. Fantastic Powers but like a little bit different she just like can grow any like part of her body that she wants to and okay. she can stretch and stuff but like also think Giant Man where she can become large like without even using a suit though wow okay so can she also is there any regeneration with her too since her limbs are so elastic I would assume so, but I, I, like I said, I'm not really too familiar with okay. the character. Although when you say re- regeneration, I would assume like if she got her arm cut off, she wouldn't be able to regenerate that. But like if she got like a cut on her arm, I feel like she'd be able to just stretch her skin over that. But okay. maybe not. Mm. Um, gotta look into it. I don't know anything about her. Then there's a Sokovia Memorial apparently coming up in the uh, these are just now I'm just reading headlines off of MCU Direct. Um, there's gonna be a Sokovia Memorial in Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
and then uh, there was one more. Oh, Thor uh, four just wrapped up filming with all the Guardians. Mm, Thor four. That's one project that I'm sure is going to be good, but I don't know what to expect from. I think it'll be very good. I think it'll be the best Thor, honestly. And that's just because that. you know I have a lower opinion than most on Thor 3. Not that I didn't love it. I just... Yeah, you do. I... They really <laughs> didn't give Hela enough time, and they spent too much fucking time on Jeff Goldblum in that movie. Yeah. I mean, and who wouldn't? He's awesome. He is awesome, but also, <laughs> like, it suffers from the same thing Captain Marvel suffers from, trying to cram two stories into one movie. And had they had more time... And given that time to Hella, I think it would have been a beautiful, near-perfect MCU movie. But I think because they did constrain themselves to two and a half hours or however long it is, and they gave majority of the time to Jeff Goldblum's villain instead of Kate Blanchett's villain, I think that's where they went wrong. Yeah. You know what? I think the thing about Ragnarok's why people um like big up it so much is the fact that the first two Thors were very mid. Yes. So like, this is good, very good in comparison to those. Right. And and that's I the thing is they got, they got a new writer for that, which is like, I think why Captain Marvel is trying to revitalize itself with a new writer again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Taika, I, I trust Taika and having the Guardians in this movie, like more characters to bounce stuff off of, you're bringing Jane Foster back. I think they've got a lot of potential with this one, and I think they could absolutely crush it and make the best Thor movie so far. I just absolutely. Wanna, and the villain's gonna be Christian Bale. Christian Bale's gonna be in it. He's the villain. Yeah. Ah. Oh, it, it's automatically gonna be. The best. <laughs> so that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. They're poaching all the Batman's. They got Michael Keaton. They got Christian Bale. They got um. There was a third Batman. I thought they stole. Maybe not. But it was like, because they saw that uh, DC stole friggin' uh, who'd they just steal for one of their movies? I don't remember who. Oh, James Gunn. They stole James. Uh, yeah. DC stole James Gunn, so then they're like, alright, fuck it, we're gonna go steal all the Batmans. <laughs> so that's what they're doing. Petty Wars. I want Val Kilmer in the next movie. I know he's like not doing so well, but I hope he get. I hope he gets better for the sake of Val Kilmer. But I hope he also gets better so he can be in the next MCU movie. Yeah. And then get George Clooney, as unfortunate as that Batman movie was, get George Clooney and Ben Affleck and have them have like two second cameos. And get I feel like George Clooney would just play George Clooney in the MCU. He some way himself. Yeah. <laughs> like Elon Musk did. In some way he just plays himself. Like Elon Musk in Iron Man 2. Yeah. It would be funny. It would be pretty You're wearing funny. A, a graphic tee and a sports coat. Like, yeah, that's uh, George Clooney. Yeah, they, uh, those are the projects. So I sent you this, right? The list of all the projects coming out. Oh, yeah. So I see, yeah. after, so we got after Falcon Winter Soldier, Black Widow movie, then Loki, which, is going to be unreal. I really hope they bring him back into the main timeline because obviously right now he's in 2000. He's in... How would he know to come back to 
when he's coming back to this timeline, how would he know to come into 2021 or 2024? Because that's what you're right. Um, Unless he came back to the same time. I have no idea. Unless he came back to the same time, unless it was 2012, because it's 2012 in his timeline right now. So if he came back to this timeline in 2012, but he was on the other side of the universe. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know. That's confusing the fuck out of me right now. My brain is steaming right. thinking and, about that. And time is just relative. So like literally he could say, bring me to Thor right now. And instead of bringing him to Thor in 2012, they'll bring him to Thor in 2024. 2024, like, right. Which I don't even know what it'll be 2024 because... Spider-Man takes place in 2024, but WandaVision takes place in 2023. Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking what they're, they're going to try to do, since they did the five-year time jump, I'm thinking they're going to try to cram as many movies and TV shows into the years 2023, 2024, and 2025 until the real world can catch up in the timeline so that it's everything's then being made. So they can explain time. it along the way. Exactly. Right. So everything's yeah. back to real time and stuff. Yeah. So. But we'll see. But then after Loki, they got uh, Shang-Chi, which will be interesting. I don't know too much about him. Um, I don't either. I got to read into him. But I do know that they're going to do right by the Mandarin in that movie. They're supposedly bringing the Mandarin in to be a real villain. Mm. Um, then they got Good What stuff. If. They got What If, which I'm most excited for. What If? I think What If, Loki, and surprisingly, I think Moon Knight is going to be dope. I think it's going to be so very too. surprisingly dope. I think it's hilarious that they got the same guy that played Apocalypse to play Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Oscar Isaac, yeah. Yeah, that's my boy. Um, but then Eternals, which we've talked about and I'm very nervous about, but we'll see. It's got a great cast, so I think they'll do all right. But just having no information about such powerful characters mm-hmm. and also where the fuck are they in the timeline right now? <laughs> like, Show you that Living Tribune, Tribune thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that could factor into Eternals. Never I know. hope it does. I hope it does. I'm, yeah. There's so much they can do with it, but are they going to make an Eternals 2? I really like, if the Eternals existed thousands of years ago and somehow have an effect on the MCU in present day. Also, uh, Josh Brolin's supposedly going to be in it as Thanos. He's going to be in Eternals? Uh-huh. What? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. You never know when you read something, but but allegedly he's appearing as Thanos for a mm. bit in Eternals. Hmm. I think that'll probably be the origin story. I think that's where they'll get the origin story for Thanos in Eternals. Okay. Clean up the timelines there a little bit. Okay. Then we got Ms. Marvel. We do, Ms. Marvel. Then Hawkeye. Okay. And then we close out the year with Spider-Man 3. Yes. Which can't wait i already have it marked on my calendar excellent <laughs> i hope theaters are like at least somewhat open during this i time. would assume theaters will be open by the end of summer but we'll see yeah um because i assumed that theaters would be open by the end of last summer and <laughs> i did too and now look at it. <laughs> yeah uh dr strange march 2022 yes thor 4 may 2022 mm. like panther july Captain Marvel, November. That's mm-hmm. already like over almost two years away. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, December 2022, which is wild because it's a holiday special, which is hilarious. 
<laughs> and I'm wondering if it's gonna be like a full feature or if it's gonna be like just like a 30 minute episode, which it better be like a fucking hour long episode, not a 30. Because if it blows, if it's a 30 minute episode and it blows by as quick as WandaVision does, like it's it's gonna be like where to go. Yeah, exactly. It better be an hour, at least an hour. Also, like I know a lot of my friends um that have not watched it. Uh, if any of them are listening now, or if anybody who doesn't really watch Marvel, but you're listening for whatever reason right now. Um, like, now is the time to catch up, like, before all this drops. Because they, because of last year, nothing happening. They're just cramming everything into the next two years. Because then they got Ironheart, they got Blade, which is going to be, mm. which is going to be so good it's kind of it 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 is it is undoubtedly will be a top five marvel movie i I offer it (laughs) like like phenomenal then they got the she hulk series which is gonna dive into allegedly there which i keep saying allegedly because i don't know again how much of this is true but i think they're trying to bring back Liv tyler i think they're trying to bring back um you've seen the hulk movie right or no I only saw half of it. I couldn't get through it. I get that though. <laughs> but but they're trying to bring back Liv Tyler. They're trying to back, bring back Ty Burrell. They're trying to bring back. Um, I like Ty Burrell. I'm happy I that they bring him. I love back. Ty. Burrell. I really hope they do. I hope because yeah. like there's rumors that they are because there's a thing where his character's last name was found like on a building, like in a okay. still from something. I don't remember what. I think it was Spider Man maybe. Um, okay. But anyway, so there's the, like a theory that he's coming back. Liv Tyler, um, what's his face that plays the leader, which I think that would be an interesting character. They're really yeah. doing right by Hulk in the She-Hulk series. She-Hulk, yeah, She-Hulk definitely could be a, a dark horse, right? And, it, the and best series, right? And for like, and for as shitty as the Hulk movie was, like, I think She-Hulk will be a good redemption for that. Bring a lot of the characters back because, like, really. The Hulk movie happened. They recast Mark Ruffalo as Hulk, and they're like, "Let's just forget about Ed Norton's Hulk, and mm-hmm. and let's bring only one other character and like General Ross." They're like, "We'll keep him and we'll keep Hulk, and that's it." And yeah. so now that they're like, they have the potential to bring everybody back. Abomination's gonna come back. Yeah, he's been I confirmed. Abomination. Abomination's been confirmed. Everybody else Perfect. is just uh, Abomination and General Ross, who's also Red Hulk. And Ruffalo have all been confirmed. Uh, everybody else has yeah. just speculated. Beautiful, beautiful. But yeah, she also be a comedy. Then Guardians three, Moon Knight, Fantastic Four, Secret Invasion, Ant Man three, animated series I Am Groot, and Armor Wars with Don Chi. That's twenty twenty three. That's all TBA, so that could even be twenty two twenty two. But I would assume that's all twenty twenty three. Yeah. Man, twenty twenty three. That's the thing about being a fan of a series of movies, like a franchise, is like it never ends. <laughs> like, like even even if you think it is like, oh, it's like, oh, we got this movie. It's called Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> like, like three years after that movie comes out, there's like twenty more movies. Oh man, and Secret Invasion too. Scrolls and stuff. That's the thing that's going to start throwing me off. Is like right now we don't know what's happening because of Mephisto, but like once you throw scrolls into it and you throw like. Uh, mm-hmm. Mysterio into it and his technology, like yeah. you're never gonna know what's happening until the end of the movie anymore. I don't even know if I'm ready for it. 
Man. Hope I am either. I'm ready to have my brain blown though. Like absolutely. Like absolutely. Ant Man three, Dark Horse, I think is gonna be absolutely wild. I think it's gonna bring in some massive villain. Um, who did they say the villain was gonna be? Kang the Conqueror, right? Kang the Conqueror. Yep, John yeah. Major. So yeah, yes, yeah. So it is bringing yep. in a massive villain. Like, yep. it's not even Dark Horse. Like announcing Kang the Conqueror, it's like. He's, he's already be, the best villain in the ant-man trilogy he's already he's already a top three villain in my opinion and we haven't even seen it yet definitely definitely it's, it's like thanos hella him off sheer ability alone and right, exactly exactly yeah. i would argue those are the top three. Oh, loki's up there though too i don't want to discredit oh yeah Lo- yeah i would put loki I, I personally i'll put loki second i love loki See the thing for me is like he's not always villain though. Like he's hero by the end of it. Sure. Villain Loki though. Elite. Might honestly take number one. Like. Oh, that's a hot take. I might be here though. But he was around a lot. Like like Thanos was like using him as like his crony. And Loki was around a lot. He was the first Avengers villain. He was a Thor villain. He was just, and even in Thor, uh three at the beginning like he was like fucking around with thor like mm-hmm. he was, like he was still like pretending he was in control until like they had to team up and take down hella like but like when he was when they were both in uh it really wasn't until the end of that movie when loki turned hero because he even tried to turn thor over at the end when they were leaving the planet when they were leaving sakar right and then thor ended up putting the buzzer on him and shocking him and then Korg's the one who gave Loki his redemption arc. Good old Korg. Good old Korg. Funny. Top character. three supporting character, in my opinion. Potentially, yeah. I'm trying to think. Like this is as far as comedic reviews. comedic purposes, yeah. Top, yeah. Like, yeah. So far, it's like Luis is number one, untouchable. Yeah. Then I would say Korg. And then uh maybe Wong, even though Wong's not like, intentionally comedic. He's just like, he's just like, <laughs> he just they always did. put him there in, in like the comedic moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's exciting stuff coming up. Absolutely. All right. So that's all I have, unless you have anything else to add for this episode. So I'm just like, I'm going to hop on Twitter and look at theories. So will I. This is going to happen. And I still haven't watched the new Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer. So I'll watch that immediately after we get off this call and we we'll talk about same. that next week yeah and uh let's see what's in store this weekend oh yeah man ready